1: Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Well, hello, everybody. How you doing tonight? It is Wednesday evening here in, uh, in the Live from America studios. It is 5 p.m. Eastern time, so you know what that time uh, means. It means that you're locked and loaded. It means that it's time to stop everything else you're doing, if you can anyway. And uh, some people are still at work. Some people are on their way home from work. But stop everything else you're doing. Be locked and loaded. Understand what we're uh, the 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 information that we're putting it out, uh, putting out, and put it to good use. And uh, I think with these last uh, few t- couple weeks left before the, the midterms, I think we've done a lot. I think we've done a whole heck of a lot, and we're going to get into a lot of that tonight and, and and see the 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 fruits of our labor actually. Uh, today was a big day. Today was a huge day for everything that we've been working on. We're going to cover that and, and so much more tonight. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting, as always, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And it is an honor and a blessing and a pleasure to do this job for you guys. It really is. And I don't know what the future of LFA TV holds. I don't know what the future of Life from America holds. I really don't. I talked to a lot of LFA family members today. I called a lot of people today. I emailed a lot of people today. If you were one of them, uh, then you know that um, you know we've, we, we had a lot to discuss. There's a lot going on. And I, all I can tell you is the same thing that I told you from the very beginning. As long as you want me to do this job, and as long as we can continue doing what we've been doing, I will do it until the wheels fall off. Because I am not giving up ever, ever, ever. No matter what anybody says, no matter what anybody does, my job is here. And I will work for you until the day that I drop. Now, I was going to play a cold open. I was going to go right to the cold open video this, uh, this evening. Uh, but I changed my mind. I wanted to give you a quick uh, explanation of what this video means to me and what it should mean to all of you. How many of you remember what happened to the Bundy family? How many of you remember what the FBI, what our federal government did to the Bundy family? They murdered people in that family. They took their rights away. They, they, basically, they basically waged war on the Bundy family. And it all started with the Bureau of Land Management, the original BLM. Yes, Katie, Katie Carrie Lake has a double-digit lead over Katie Hobbit. Exactly. And that's what we're going to talk about, the fruits of our labor today. But uh, Eamon Bundy is running for governor of Idaho, and he put out a brand new um, campaign video, campaign ad, and I want you guys to see this, because if anybody has a reason to fight, it's this man. If any family has a reason to fight, it's this family. And if they can do it to this family, and they can do what they're doing to Donald Trump, well, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) they can do it to every one of us. Check this out.
0: Idaho liberals say that if I'm elected as governor, they will leave the state. Well, I'm here to tell you that when I'm elected governor, Idaho will help pay for their moving costs. After all, it's cheaper than keeping them here. Idaho spends nearly 40% of our annual budget on welfare programs. That's almost four billion of your tax dollars going up in the smoke every year. As governor, we will be getting rid of property tax, income tax, and your grocery tax, and balancing the budget by ending our billion-dollar welfare state. Idaho isn't California, and if liberals have a problem with that, then we'll help them move there. After all, the moving costs will be only a fraction of the price to keep them here. No one is saying you have to leave, but if you're going to stay here, then you have to work like the rest of us.
1: There you go. Eamon Bundy, ladies and gentlemen, he promises to change Idaho for the better in so many ways. And if you want to be some liberal Marxist scumbag who cries and whines and complains, well, then they'll pay for you to leave. Get out of here. Get out of here. And so I thought that was a great video by Eamon Bundy. But look it. He's been fighting. His family's been fighting for a very long time. In some cases, a lot more than some of us have been fighting. And in some ways, a lot more than some of us have had to fight. And there is a consequence to all this. Not everybody's always going to agree with you. Not everybody's always going to like what you say or do. But if you know that you're doing the right thing and you know you're standing up for what God wants you to do, well, then you're right in the right place. And that's right where LFA TV is. That's right where Live from America is. And I love you guys so very much. I love you guys so very much. And the difference that LFA has made, Life from America has made since those backyard days is incredible. Not just in our country, but in our individual lives. Do you know how many thousands of people have messaged me and said, Life from America has changed my life. Life from America has brought me back to God. Life from America saved my son. Life from America saved my daughter. God put us all here to do that. We have made such a tremendous difference difference in this world. And who knows where we go from here? God does. We don't. But God does. All I know is it's full steam ahead because we've made massive, massive differences. Life from America has changed the political world in these beautiful United States of America. Folks, we're going to get right to God. Excuse me. Hold on. Hold on. We got a technical difficulty here. Uh Uh-oh. There we go. Uh, We're going to get right to God today. I'm sorry about that. Yes, Elon has Twitter freaking out, has the liberal world freaking out, and this is only the beginning. What you and I have been able to accomplish here, what LFA has been able to accomplish here, it's only the beginning. Mike Crispy says it every day. This is only the beginning. What LFA plans to do from here on out is going to change the world even more. And you're going to be right there with us. Let's get to the verse of the day. I mean, let get to uh, Jesus calling right away. October 26th, year of our Lord. Here we go. Do not despair when hard times come your way. And do not try to escape them prematurely. Timing is my prerogative. Timing is my prerogative, says God. Timing. When you are grieving, you may feel as if sorrow will accompany you the rest of your days. But remember what I have promised to show, and that's compassion. Look, look up to me and see my face shining down upon you. Ecclesiastes, something that we never, ever, ever read from here on LFA. I don't know why. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, There is a time for everything, a season for every activity under heaven. And Lamentations 3.22-24 tells us, through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because he, because his compassions fail not. They are now they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I hope in him. And before you turn out the light, in your suffering, search for signs of my merciful presence. I never run out of compassion. I know that for the non Christian and the non believer, that the beginning part of this show is something you either don't listen to or something that you don't even come into until, ha- until 15 minutes are up. But I got to tell you one thing right now. Think, of your, think, think to yourself this. Out of all the religions and all the faiths and all of the gods that everybody prays to, ask yourself the difference between Christianity and all of them. All of them. Most of them absolutely hate Jesus and the thought of Jesus and the words of Jesus Christ. And the ones that don't hate it will dismiss it like it means nothing. Only Christianity loves everybody. Only Christianity loves your enemy. Only Christianity will reach down and help the same person that just tried to shoot him up off the ground and say, welcome home, brother, if they find Jesus. Remember that. Remember that. Christianity is so different because it's based around a four-letter word, and that is love, something you won't find anywhere else, at least not to that extent anyways. There's always a limit, and there's always something you must do. All you have to do here is accept. And what do you have to accept? Love. Remember that. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. Please take off your hats if you're wearing one. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven. You'll never see in any of those other religions, faiths, gods, whatever. You'll never see missions. You'll never see people just traveling around the world to help other people out to the scale in which you see from Christianity. So just know that Christianity will save, has already saved the the uh, the ones that uh, that open their heart up to it and accept the fact that Jesus died for their sins, their sins, and it will save the world one day as well, uh, in in a way that you've that you've never seen or that you never even expected. Thank you very much, and thank you to everybody who accepted my phone call today. It was great to talk to you, and uh, we've uh, sent out the checks for the slurp fund, so hopefully you guys get those soon. Here we go. Lift up your cups, folks. Let's have our first slurp of the day. And from now on... Before we get to the first and foremost section, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try to get, um, uh, get one of our great sponsors out to you. But in this case, it's going to be one of our own right here. And, and why? Because this is time sensitive. You guys have until December 7th to enroll in a new Medicare Plan. Okay. You have until December seventh. Tim, I talked to Tim yesterday. You guys got to keep calling him. He's already helped so many LFA family members find a good Medicare option. He's trying to help you out. It's all about the more you know, it's all about being proactive rather than reactive. Go to slash Medicare and contact Tim today. He's an LFA family member. Help him help you find a good option for you, a good plan for you so that you're not paying so much and you're getting a lot in return. All right, here we go. First and foremost section. Earlier today, I reported breaking news for you coming out of Pennsylvania about the 250,000 ballots that were sent out two weeks prior to these midterms that we're getting ready to uh, to, uh, have on November 8th. And they were sent out to unverified voters. Now, the good thing about it is 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 Even before I reported that to you, the state GOP had already jumped all over it, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. But there's been a big response to this since this morning's show. There's been an absolute huge response to this since this morning's show. And now I've got to give you some more information on this, folks. And and what it really is going to come down to is the individual candidates. This is your job. You have standing. You have standing, and the great thing, the difference between 2020 and 2022 is we know who has standing, we know how they have standing, and we know exactly what to do. What is this called? What is this called? This is called being proactive rather than reactive. We were not, that, we were not in that uh, arena two years ago. We just were not. We just were not. So each one of these candidates need to get get in contact with their lawyers today. Dr. Oz, get your attorneys all over this. Uh, Senator Doug Mastriano, make sure your attorneys are all over this, okay? We've got to get these candidates. um, Look, just because they're candidates who are in the race, just because they have campaign people who are supposed to handle this stuff for them and who are supposed to give this information doesn't mean that they actually get it. We cannot assume that these, uh, these candidates just know this stuff. So we got to blow them up and I'd rather have them say, yep, we're already on it than to say we didn't know anything about it because I've seen that before. I have 100% seen that before Pennsylvania Democrat officials. I told you it was 240,000 ballots folks. We now know it's 255,000 ballots. They sent them out to people who could not be verified by their social security numbers or their driver's license numbers. Again, By the Supreme Court's ruling, the ballots should never, ever, ever, ever be counted, and they should have never been sent out in the first place, but they are to be set aside. This is why we've got to get these attorneys on it right now. Fifteen Republican state representatives sent a letter to the acting secretary of the Commonwealth, Lee Chapman. We talked about that earlier. And we even talked about Deputy Secretary Jonathan Marks testifying about this in September. Okay. now, according to the Pennsylvania law, these ballots must be set aside. Again, I have to reiterate what we said this morning, just in case there was people that are here now that were not here this morning. These ballots must be set aside. They cannot be counted on November 8th. They just cannot until that they can be properly verified. And there should be some kind of a period in which if they're not verified properly, they must be thrown out and they and they should be complete. They should be disqualified right now, to be honest with you. They should be disqualified absolutely right now. There shouldn't be set aside. They should be disqualified when they come in. All right. So again, we know we 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 verified this morning, or we thought this morning it was two hundred and forty thousand ballots. It was actually two hundred and fifty-five thousand ballots. Now, this report was released today by Verify Vote, an election integrity investigation organization. Um, And you can review and download a copy of that report, ladies and gentlemen, by going to uh, the Gateway Pundit. The Gateway Pundit actually has it up. So you're going to want to go there uh, to get to to get that entire copy if you want it. Pennsylvania had nearly one million have verifications. Now, a have verification, what have is, is it's an an acronym, H-A-V-V. It's when a ballot is sent to a Social Security Administration to verify the accuracy of the name, the date of birth, and the last four digits of the Social Security number that's submitted and sends an indication of whether the records show the individual was deceased or not. So look at the numbers sent to that uh, have for verification compared to other states. And uh, let, me just, let me just read some of this to you, okay? Actually, see if we could pull this up. I don't know if I think I could pull this graph up for you. Give me a second here. All right, this might, all right, I guess this will do right here. Let's pull, let's, uh, let's put this on the screen. This way people can see this. Here we go. Check this out. Pennsylvania, total have transactions, 981,051. Non-matches, 152,499. Registered voters, 8,722,217 with a population of 12.8 million. Now, look at the rest of the states. Look at Georgia, North Carolina, Ohio, Michigan, and Florida. Look at those numbers. Look at the staggering difference, folks. Pennsylvania is a hotbed for cheating. It is an absolute hotbed for voter fraud and a hotbed for cheating. Please share this video and rumble this video right now so we can get this information out there. This is absolutely unacceptable. This is absolutely ridiculous. And this should be illegal in every way, shape, or form. Okay? I mean, 981,000. The next state down that sent out these total half transactions was 50,000. And that was Georgia. And Georgia's a hotbed for fraud as it is. It's a hotbed for fraud as it is. But when you look at uh, Pennsylvania and it's got almost a million with over 150,000 non-matches, come on, ladies and gentlemen, throw these votes out. Throw out the votes. Hashtag throw out the votes. Now, one thing that I want to tell you guys is when you hear us always say share the video, rumble the video, it isn't saying it to the people that have already done it. It's saying it to the people that are coming in because throughout the video, there's a lot of people coming in based on your shares. And get this. Every time you share the video to a group or through Messenger, to all your Messenger, to to your your last 10 or 15 people you talk to, you get about 50 people coming in. That's huge. That's 50 people that have the opportunity to see what I just said and share this video out. Again, we have a huge population that watches from Pennsylvania. We've got to stop this in Pennsylvania. We've got it. The birthplace of America, let's stop it today. This is the great thing about being proactive, folks. You guys see, you guys are probably getting fuming mad right now. But think about this. We couldn't do this until after the election two years ago. And now we're two weeks ahead of it. All right. Exactly, Amanda. She said, wow. I want to say hello to my Getter family who's watching. We've got one thousand one hundred views over on Getter already. Thank you very much for being here. And to the Roku and Firestick family. Thank you as well. I'll ask you all to jump over to Getter if you can. And please rumble this video. Now, moving on, we're going to travel from Pennsylvania down to North Carolina because we've got some potentially very serious campaign finance uh, violations there as well. And this was also uncovered by the Gateway Pundit, and this is exclusive to them. Big shout out to them for always, always, always having somebody on the case. I've grown to love and be very close to Jim and Joe. These guys are great. They're really great. And they're doing their part. This is their part to save America. A potentially very serious campaign violation has been uncovered in North Carolina. And the Gateway Pundit received this information on serious campaign violations going on in Durham, North Carolina. A pair of college students working on a story at the voting polls on Monday may have uncovered a very serious violation of campaign finance law. The Durham Committee of Affairs of Black People PAC. What a stu- what, the, what the heck kind of name is that, by the way? What the heck kind of name is that? The, uh, the Fauci for Congress campaign, and the Burkhead for Durham campaign were each mentioned by name on Monday at the Durham Central Library by an electioneer representing the Durham Committee on the Affairs of the Black People PAC. Again, weird name. The worker identified himself as a poll worker slash organizer for the Durham Committee on the Affairs of Black People. The poll worker, who was later revealed his name to be Solomon, Solomon Burnett also claimed that he was working for the campaigns campaigns to elect Sheriff Clarence Burkhead, as well as helping out the campaign of Valerie Fauci, F-O-U-S-H-E-E, and the committee to elect Sherry Beasley. North Carolina and federal campaign finance laws clearly state that political campaigns, which are entities subject to strict campaign fundraising limits, are not allowed to coordinate with outside groups who are not subject to the same fundraising limitations. In the video captured on Monday afternoon, the Durham Main Library, at the Durham Main Library, the students recorded the poll worker who claimed to be the organizer, also representing himself and passing out campaign materials that were marked paid for by the Fauci for Congress campaign. Uh, The poll worker was also handing out campaign material on behalf of Sherry Beasley. So basically what this guy was doing, or what these group of people were doing, group of kids were doing, was they were working for multiple campaigns. And they were basically not, each campaign that they were working for has different campaign laws attached to those campaigns based on whatever seat they're running for. Now, according to the PAC statement uh, of organization filed with North Carolina State Board of Elections, the Committee of Affairs for Black People PAC... Filed with the North Carolina State Board of Elections on the statement of the organization, the treasurer of the PAC certified that the committee or fund in the in compliance with the applicable provisions. You know what I hate about this stuff, folks. Nobody understands what we're reading here. Nobody that's listening to me just spout this off understands what we're what we're actually reading here. So this never makes the news. But let me just break it down for you. There's a clear boundary that was drawn by the Supreme Court. In its formation in nineteen uh, in its form, formative nineteen seventy six Buckley versus Valeo decision, which said that the uh, that political activity by outside groups must be done totally independently of candidates and parties; they cannot work together. A similar standard was set in the two thousand two McCain-Feingold Act, which said that independent expenditures cannot be made in cooperation. Or consult or consultation with a candidate. The problem here is all of those laws were broken, and they're con- they're o- they're obviously obviously breaking these laws. And and let me see if I got this video um, here. Uh, I do got. It. All right, let's see if we can pull this video up. I didn't I didn't uh, I I didn't plan on showing you guys this video, uh, but we're gonna bring it in and show you anyway. Here we go. Go ahead and play it. Uh,
2: all workers for the Dunn Committee on the Affairs of Black People. I'm also working for a campaign to elect um, Mayor, um, Sheriff Clarence Burkhead, re-elect Sheriff Clarence Burkhead, as well as helping out the campaign for Miss Valerie Fucci um, and, and, and Sherry Beasley for Congress. Okay. So, this is a um, sample ballot and a slate for the Durham Committee on the Affairs of Black People. Durham Committee on the Affairs of Black People is the oldest political action committee in North Carolina. And then Mm -hmm. it has our name, our organization, and our website. And basically, this is just a, a cheat sheet you know, for um, how to vote if and when you get into the booth. So this is um, some of um, Sheriff Parents Burkhead's um, information. I think this is particularly useful. Mm-hmm. I think there's a possibility of a um, federal engagement with local law enforcement going on right now that we absolutely do not. We don't want an international, federal ethos to be mm-hmm. brought to bear on Durham youth and um, local law enforcement. So I think that um, Sheriff Burkhead is definitely the best candidate if you don't want your kids interrogated. I'll be all right All right, <laughs> stop
1: what happened here, folks, is we have very strict campaign finance laws when you run for office. Like here in New Hampshire, you have to have certain things on your signs. Paid for by candidate, paid for by this, paid for by that. If it was paid for by somebody else that you don't record that it was paid by, that is a big, big, big uh, campaign violation. And, you, and it could bar you from running. It could bar you from running for office. So it's, uh, the, the normal person watching this goes, who cares? Who cares about this? Well, I'll tell you why we should care about this. Because if you've got people violating campaign finance law and other people are funding these that, that they're not recording, then there's no way to find out where dirty money or dark money is coming from. There's no way to find out if these people are being financed by law or not. And if that's not happening, then they're, they have to be immediately disqualified from running for that position. That's why this is so important. Again, this is about being proactive rather than reactive. And the difference from two years ago and now are those two words. Now, I'm seeing that Lisa Nakhan needs prayers for her injuries from being attacked on her vacation. What the heck happened? Lisa, was he arrested? Uh, I'm just reading this right now. Yes, he was arrested. I didn't even hear anything about this. Lisa, I'm so sorry. I'm so very sorry. Prayer for, Prayers for you and your husband. What in the heck is going on here? Lisa, are you okay? Jeremy, please pray for Lisa. She was attacked and has multiple fractures. Are you kidding me? Where, where, where did this happen? Where was she on vacation at? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening on podcast or if you're watching on Getter, we have a, uh, a, a LFA family member goes by the name Elisa Nakhan. She's in the uh, chat right now. Apparently, she was um, she was on vacation and she was attacked and has multiple fractures. Eli, let Jeremy know I need prayers. I was attacked while on vacation in Florida and I have multiple fractures. What in the heck is going on? What were you attacked for? Were you mugged? Were you... Apologize for the people watching on other platforms. I just got to get to the bottom of this real quick. Lisa, I know there's a lag here, but please let us know. Were you mugged? Were you robbed? Uh, Why were you attacked? Was Was it... Does it have anything to do with political or racial or anything like that? She was vacationing in Florida, Miami, Florida. She was injured, fractures... So everybody, please send prayers to Lisa and her husband. Obviously, we're going to pray cr- like crazy for them. Um, again, I'm trying to see the chat and watch it, and watch it catch up to, to my questions. Uh, somebody was arrested, it looks like. That's good, or, or at least the police were called. Amen on that one. And see this, folks, this is, I can't stand seeing this stuff. I really can't. I really can't. Antonio, you're in Florida. We need you. <laughs> we need you to help um how can we help oh my gosh wow well I don't know how it was done but I'm sure we'll figure it out by the end of the show or exactly why the reason that she was uh, attacked all we can do is pray for her love her wow I am so very sorry I'm so very sorry well let's move on as long as she's she's here she's she's alive that's the big thing I don't want to just skip on but I just got to make sure that it see it seems that she's still alive and and we're going to move on. Wow. I'm so very sorry, Lisa. Um, lately, you guys have you heard me talking about this, this proposal to break off from California and have new California. Now, this is something that's been going on for a long, long, long time. But I think the biggest thing that we need to see here, folks, is we've got two big pieces of news coming out from new California. Uh, not only this week where they said that they're, they're ever so close to breaking off and, and, and Northern California being its own state. Well, ladies and gentlemen, New Ca- the members of New California make the news again today as they have filed a lawsuit making another step uh, towards becoming New California. Uh, Eli, can you please take Lisa's number down? She put her number in the chat. I don't need everybody in the world calling Lisa, but uh, but uh, definitely take her number down. She just put it in the chat, and I, and I don't have time to write it down. Uh, members of New California have filed a lawsuit against California Secretary of State and the Sacramento registrar, to prevent them from retroactively purchasing non-tested and non-certified voting machines. Again, ladies and gentlemen, another form of being proactive rather than reactive, okay? Members in this effort to create the new state of New California are suing the California Secretary of State and the Sacramento County uh, Registrar Clerk to prevent the retroactive purchase of voting machines that have not been properly tested or certified according to state law. We've been reporting the state of New California uh, for quite a bit now, especially in the last couple days, but this effort is being led by citizens in the state of California who believe the state is acting unconstitutionally and they can no longer be a part of what this state is doing. These individuals are using the West Virginia model used during the Civil War to create their own new state, the new state of California. Now, Paul Preston from the state of New California and others uh, have filed this lawsuit, and the county is trying to retroactively purchase this vote, these voting machines in the county that are neither tested nor certified, just like pretty much every other uh, machine that was used in 2020, and these machines were used in the June election as well, and the county is attempting to use them again just two week in two weeks in the November uh, midterms. The machines have not been tested. The machines have not been certified, but they were already used in the state of California and Sacramento County, Sacramento County is planning on using them again and voting, in this up, uh, voting on this in an upcoming meeting. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is just another move by the citizens and the, uh, the members of New California, and uh, I think it's great. I think it's great that we're actually doing all of this stuff before the election rather than after election. Because if we do it after the election, the chances that we're ever going to be able to retroactively change anything is going to be slim to none. I mean, we've not been able to overturn a single state's electors. We've not been able to overturn the election as a whole. We've not been able to really do much except for uh, bring legislatures into session like we did earlier in this year create new election laws, a new election finance laws, campaign finance laws, uh, Dropbox laws, mail-in ballot laws, which we created over 65 election security laws in these last two years. But what we definitely were able to do was we were definitely able to set up, um, set ourselves up to be in a situation where we could do this stuff before an election. Because if you can file lawsuits before an election, you have your chances of, 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 of changing things, drastically improve i mean dramatically improve big time so it's good that we're getting ahead of this stuff now it really is lisa says my husband got beat up but he's okay wow absolutely wow well if lisa wants you guys to call her please call her i'm going to ask before we move on uh we're going to we're going to go ahead and highlight one of our great sponsors right now but while i am doing this can you guys please do me a big favor can you grab the Rumble link? If, can you, if you're watching on Getter, can you come over and grab the Rumble link and can you share it for me real quick? I would very much appreciate that. I want to tell you guys thank you too because every single show was in the top 20 yesterday. That's the first time that has happened. That's the first time that has happened, and Eli has a hat out there with a whole bunch of names in it. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to pick five more T-shirt winners, folks. We're going to pick five more T-shirt winners at the end of the show and give away more T-shirts, okay? Um, before we do that though, before we get into any of that, I want to highlight Enviro Cleanse, folks. These guys have been an absolute wonderful sponsor of ours. Now our sponsors don't give, you know, um, uh, everything that we need. You guys give a majority of what we need, but they do fill in the gaps. All right. And Enviro Cleanse was a big company that came in and said, you know what? We see that you're promoting things for health. We see that you're, that you're promoting things for, for people who are older and we have the, the perfect thing for you here. Okay. Um, now Enviro Cleanse didn't come to me. I went to Enviro Cleanse based on trying to, you know, have a healthier life. And they were like, "Wow, this is the perfect thing for you." Here we go. And they gave huge discounts on this. They gave if you use the promo code, we even gave away a whole unit to Debbie Pepe, who watches the show. Now, I'm waiting to hear back from Debbie how this is working. We're going to give it time. But, folks, these machines are used on submarines, and they're used in 100,000 classrooms around the school, in public and in private schools. So please, ladies and gentlemen, go to EnviroCleanse.com today. Use the promo code LFA, all right? You'll get a huge discount off, uh, and you can even make payments on this. You don't have to buy it right away. It will reduce how much you get sick dramatically, it will change the entire air in your house. You will not have dust everywhere. And if you have animals, this kills odors. Again, EnviroCleanse.com. All right? Somebody said, Eli, you eating good and sent in $100. Uh, Tyna, thank you so very much. Majogo, God bless you for the $5. Thank you. Cynthia, thank you so very much. She said, wherever you need. And C. Taylor said, prayers for Lisa and her husband. Thank you very much. I appreciate you all. Um, Mick, Mr. Tough Chocolate says, hey, here late rumbling, I missed the morning show. Listen tomorrow. Hi, everybody. How you doing, Mr. Tough Chocolate? Good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Jeremy, she knows, wants us to call. Stop, please. Everyone, Jeremy, saw it. Jeremy knows she wants to call. Okay, yes, I know she wants to call. Thank you very much. Hey, we're going to try to break 3,000 tonight on Rumble. If we can get 3,000 tonight on Rumble, I'm a happy camper. In the last week, because of all of you, shows like this right here on LFA TV. And other shows around the country that are very much like this show and this network. Because of you, we have seen key races around the country tighten into a deadlock uh, tie. I did not think we were going to see this this quick. I thought we would see this more leading up to to November 8th. I thought we'd see this November 1st, November 5th, November 6th. But folks, to see these major key MAGA races tighten up like this and go to a deadlock tie this far... From November eighth, only tells me that we're going to continue on that trajectory. And somebody said in the beginning of the show that Kerry Lake, Kerry Lake now holds a double-digit lead over Katie Hobbs. Do you want to know why that is? It's because they they won't debate. You guys got to understand something here. We're going to get into each one of these races here in a minute. But when we call for debates, the debates are not to benefit the Republicans. And the the debates are not to benefit the Democrats. The debates are not to inform the Republicans, really. And the debates are not to inform the Democrats. The debates are there to benefit and inform the majority of America who does not identify as either one. That is why we have debates. We have debates so that the independents out there and the people that are on the fence, which are the majority, call them the silent majority, call them the loud majority, call them whatever you want. That is why we debate. And when we do not debate, we rob the country of the chance to elect the person that best fits their needs and their desires for where they live. But when we do debate, well, you get what happened last night when Pennsylvania, Fetterman turned off so many voters. I saw so many videos today of independents and Democrats alike say that they are not going to vote for Fetterman. He's shot. They cannot vote for him. They would like to vote for him. I've seen so many people say we would like to vote for him, but after last night, he just cannot, he does not hold our best interest. That is why we have debates, okay? Now, before I play this video for you, I want to get into each and every one of these debates. I mean, each and every one of these races to show you exactly how they tightened up. Just three days ago, Blake Masters was behind Mark Kelly quite a bit. And then the Project Veritas video came out exposing Mark Kelly as be- playing both sides of the fence. Shows like this have been hammering on uh, Mark Kelly and hammering on people like Katie Hobgoblin and others. Well, folks, today, Blake Masters and Mark Kelly are deadlocked in the lead-up to the Arizona Senate election. In the governor's race, Republican Carrie Lake is now leading her opponent by double digits, and Senator Mark Kelly is now in a dead heat with Blake Masters with less than two weeks to go to slow the spread of stupidity. In the most recent survey... From a very far left-leaning data for progress, the pair is tied at 47% apiece among likely voters. And uh, with a 3% supporting Libertarian Mark Victor and 4% still undecided. Those undecideds are closing in and they're going to go right. Why are they going to go right? Because what happens when you see somebody like Fetterman get on stage last night? It doesn't only affect John Fetterman. It doesn't only affect Pennsylvania. It affects every single Democrat in the country because they see you as a team. And what happens is is they see that you're lying. They see that you're trying to cover up. They see that you're not competent. They see that you're not confident. They see the flip-flopping. And they're automatically going to equate that with Democrats around the country, especially if they see those other Democrats putting support behind the Democrat that turned them off in the first place. John Fetterman. I heard Oz is losing, says, I heard Oz is losing. Well, we're not actually talking about uh, Oz right now, but Oz actually tightened his race up quite a bit last night too. Uh, but the big one here, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, is when anybody t- is tied to this is Fetterman, then that means they hurt too. If, if anybody out there, say Mark Kelly said, well, you know what, John Fetterman's a good candidate, go John Fetterman. What's going to happen is, is that person who was turned off by John Fetterman, is also going to be turned off by Mark Kelly. It's, a, it, it's like a team effort thing. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we see Mark uh, Kelly and Blake Masters in a dead heat. Here's another one. Mitch McChina has now literally bailed on New Hampshire. He's bailed on his super PAC here in New Hampshire uh, because the, the, the race of Don Boldick and Maggie Hassan Hussein is a dead heat. I did not think this was going to happen, folks. I did not think this was going to happen. I did not think it was going to happen this quick. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Don Boldick, for better or for worse. And I got to tell you, I've met the guy many times. Every time I loved being around the guy until he did what he did. Then I got a, a statement from his campaign as to why he did what he did. But again, I don't agree with it. I'm not that kind of guy. I have a little bit different integrity than this man, apparently. But he is now in a dead heat with Maggie Hassan Hussein. So much to the point where Mitch McConnell has pulled his uh, pulled his super PAC from here, and he's not doing anything. What about Carolyn Levitt? Now Carolyn Levitt, right here in New Hampshire, I thought she, other than the fact that she said she's going to vote for uh, Kevin McCarthy again, this was two months ago that she said it. Maybe she's changed her tune. I don't know where she stands on the Kevin McCarthy thing. All I know is President Trump put his um, support behind Carolyn Levitt. Carolyn Levitt, right here in New Hampshire, is now a Trump endorsed candidate. All right, so. A lot, everybody, and, and the reason why, it's because her, her race is now uh, definitely doable and definitely, definitely winnable. So we see all these races closing up and closing up tight because of truth-telling shows like LFA TV and networks like LFA TV. Check this out. This was an independent um, in the state of Pennsylvania. I want you to hear what he had to say. Listen to this. I got to tell you, it was very, very difficult to watch. Uh, John Fetterman clearly presented that he's not physically capable of serving in the U.S. Senate. Um, it, you know, I'm, a, I'm a registered independent, and I, generally these debates are not for the ideologues. right? They're for the people that are somewhere in the middle and really want to hear from the candidates. And I don't know how anybody in their right mind who are in the middle like me could possibly vote for John Fetterman. It was unbelievable. I feel sorry for him that uh, that his campaign and his family put him in that position. Um, It was just it was really, really difficult to to watch. Well, there you go. And he's not the only one saying that, by the way. He's not the only one saying that. I saw about four or five different videos of Democrats even saying, I can't support him after that. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Please, please, please share the video, guys i got to get this out there to everybody. Another reason here, folks, um, that we need to have these debates is so that we can understand where these people's position is on probably the biggest crisis that we have going on in this country, and that's the southern border. Folks, you guys don't underst- I, you guys understand, but the world I don't think understands. I don't think a majority of America understands exactly what's going on on that southern border. As a matter of fact, I know they don't. I know they don't because when I mentioned the amount of fentanyl coming across the southern border in my debate the other night, everybody scoffed. Oh, here we go, talking about southern border again. What's he gonna do? Start singing Build the Wall? You're damn right I am. You're damn right I am. Because it's not only the drugs that are coming across that southern border that are ruining our country. It's not only the terrorists in MS-13 coming across that border that's ruining our country. The sex trafficking, the human trafficking, the slavery, all of it, all of it, is transforming this country into a world that you and I do not want to live in. And we need to hear from these candidates and we need to understand exactly what they know about the southern border. Debates nowadays are crap, by the way. They don't give anybody the chance to to debate. They just want to ask you a question and then ding, 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 shut you off. They would never allow. I would never allow that, by the way. That would never happen to me. I'd never let them ding, 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 ding. Your time is up. No, we're not. We're debating here and we're getting truth out here. There's some stuff going on on that southern border that nobody wants to talk about. We're going to talk about it here. Border Patrol rescued a migrant who was abandoned by a smuggler inside the trunk of a car that was ditched in the river. Rio Grande Valley sector Border Patrol agents rescued a migrant that was stuffed inside of the trunk of a vehicle that was ditched in a river by smugglers yesterday. If it were not for their swift action, the migrant, or illegal alien we'll call him, would have been killed by this smuggler's actions. Before the rescue, the Rio Grande city camera operator saw multiple people loading into a Ford Fusion near the Rio Grande Valley in Roma, or the Rio Grande River in Roma, Quote, the vehicle departed the area only to drive into the Rio Grande after encountering responding agents, the agency said in a press release. The driver and the three passengers exited the partially submerged vehicle and swam into Mexico. The Border Patrol agents apprehended one passenger and rescued the other uh, illegal alien from inside the closed trunk. Otherwise, he would have died. Now, how many deaths have we experienced on that southern border? I can tell you this right now. Ben Berkwam has shown me pictures of dead bodies, multiple dead bodies that he has come across. Savannah Hernandez has shown me personally pictures of dead bodies that she's come across. They've both shown me personal pictures of children's dead bodies. They have both showed me, um, and I've been down there, to see the little girls' panties and underwears and Vaseline and used condoms, ripped clothes, blood, I think every person in this country right now should go down to the southern border and see the dead bodies. See the girls' panties that were raped. And I'm sorry to be this so graphic, but it needs to be said. See the used condoms. See the blood on the rocks in these caves where these children were raped or beaten or killed. Okay? Okay? There is no reason why that southern border should be open. Not one. We've got 3,000 people watching. Let's keep it going, ladies and gentlemen. We need to expose this stuff, and we need to hear from these candidates during these debates where they stand on these issues. There's no ifs, no ands, and no buts about it. Period. Point blank. Period. That sounds sick, right? That sounds disgusting, right? Yeah, that's reality. You're not going to hear that on Fox News. Okay? Okay? You're not going to hear about the dead and raped little girls on Fox News. You're going to hear about, oh, look it, there they come across the border. Why don't you get down there and show a close-up of of the blood on those rocks that I had to see? The southern border is the real pandemic. COVID is the flu. Get it through your thick skulls, liberals. Troy says, "I'll show you around Laredo, Texas. Hare says they are all pigs, and they will go to hell." I know that everything that I just said was sounded really disgusting, right? I know everything I said made you guys really, really sick to your stomachs right now, didn't it? Well, that's what's going on, folks. That's what's going on. They will run from these debates because they don't want somebody to put them in their place so that they can make a meme out of them or they can make a soundbite out of them or they can make a viral video out of them. They don't want to be held accountable. It's time to build that wall. It's time to build that wall. Where's my little, uh... Here it is right here. Build the wall. There it is. Build the wall. Build the wall. 10 feet, 20 feet, 100 feet tall. That's what's really going on in the border. Build that wall. And I've seen this. I, I know... By the way, there was this... There was this <laughs> there was this woman in the crowd during my debate who I know very well. She used to live in a town over from me. Now she lives in this town, huge massive liberal. I mean, huge. I mean, Ukraine on the profile picture, abortion this, abortion that, Marxist Republicans blah 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 blah. I said something about the southern border, I looked right at her and she goes oh, oh. And her Justin Bieber, dumb-looking haircut son, was sitting there with her, Googling stuff with her. So, And they kept... (laughs) Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. They'll run from debates. They'll run from Republicans. They'll run from being held accountable. But you know what they won't run from? They won't run from starting World War III, will they? No, 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 no. They won't run from starting World War III to stay in power. That's exactly what they're doing. Now, check this out. Russia has just put out a statement calling for the United Nations to start a major investigation right now of the U.S. bio labs in Ukraine. So let me ask you a question. For all those out there that are still talking about the most boring war in history, Ukraine and Russia, Russia. None of this was for Ukraine and Russian war. All of this was to start World War III, folks. The military complex, the warmongers, the WEF, the global citizenships of the world, all of these people, they all wanted World War III. So let me ask you this. I told you that the reason that Russia started this entire conflict with Ukraine was for one reason and one reason only. Because they had bioweapons labs on the border of Russia. They had bioweapons labs. Nobody, I, I'm not saying you guys didn't believe me, but nobody in the world thought that was true. Imagine if Mexico put bioweapons labs on the border of, of, the, of the United States. Imagine they did that. We'd shut it down so fast and Russia has the, has the, uh, has the, um, the standing also to want to shut that down. And now Russia's calling for a full investigation of the U.S. bioweapons labs in Ukraine During a meeting at the United Nations Security Council tomorrow, they're going to stand up and say, investigate, investigate, investigate. So let me ask you this. Why would Russia, why would Russia risk any of this at all by saying, do your own investigation? There's obviously stuff going on there. Do your own investigation. And so you can tell the world about the bioweapons labs. Why would they say that if they weren't true? Why would they say that? Russia's the ones that are saying, "Hey, they're going to start. They're gonna, um, they're gonna unleash a a, a nuclear dirty bomb, and they're gonna blame it on us." Russia's trying to be proactive here. Look, I'm not a fan of Russia, but I'm sure as heck not a fan of Ukraine. And I know what's going on here. I'm not stupid. Anybody with a brain knows what's going on here. And they're trying to start World War uh, World War III, and Russia is trying to get ahead of it and saying, "Hey, whoa, 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 we don't want World War III. We're trying to protect our own country here." please do an investigation. If Russia is asking the UN to do the investigation, then let me ask you this. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why would they ask for it? If it was them who was bad, why would they ask for the United Nations, who they know is all corrupt, to do the investigation? Well, you tell me. You tell me. Please refresh if your uh, chat is frozen, and and please reshare the video, ladies and gentlemen. Um... We've got about 10 minutes left, but before we do, we're going to go and we're going to give another spotlight to another amazing, great, awesome sponsor of ours, and that is CB Distillery, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out right here. This is what most of you are going to want right here, the relief stick. This thing right here, if you've got sore muscles, if you've got sore aches, this right here, the CBD relief stick, this thing will work wonders on you. This is the first thing that we ever saw from CB Distillery. Why? Because our neighbors are 80 years old and they used it. So then we started getting the sleep gummies because we already do the melatonin sleep gummies. And these CBD uh, sleep gummies, the CBD distillery sleep gummies are far better than the melatonin. I could tell you that. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for stress relief, if you're looking for bone and muscle relaxation relief, if you're looking to help sleep, if you're looking for your, if your animals, if your pets got arthritis, and you're looking for actual... Um, organic or actual natural ways to cure that stuff instead of lining the pockets of Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, and the rest of the pharmaceutical companies, then go to cbdistillery.com today. We have many people in the chat who use this far before I brought them on as a sponsor. Check them out. It's very, very simple. Just go to cbdistillery.com and use the promo code LFA, and you'll get even more of an affordable price, folks. The link is in this video, all right? Denise said, I need the sleep gummies. Trust me, I needed them, and they're amazing. All right, we're going to move on, folks, because we got to talk about Christian schools for a minute because there's a lot of people that are taking their children out of public school this year and next year because of what's going on, all right? So a lot of people are putting their kids in Christian schools. Well, there's a Christian school crisis right now that nobody's talking about, and we're going to talk about it. And I'm so very grateful that I got this story today. So very grateful from Greg Steyer, uh, op-ed contributor to Voices, uh, he did a story that he called a Christian school crisis and what can be done about it. This is very important. So if you're out there and you're taking your child out of public school and you're not going to homeschool, but you're going to put him in a Christian school, understand that even Christian schools are getting away from God these days. So you got to be very, very careful about where you put your kids. Okay. Our kids Christian school is great. They have two classes. They have a Bible class and they have a Christian worldview class. The Christian worldview class is amazing. It teaches these kids how to view the world from a Christian point of view. That means your budgeting. That means everything. Your finances, your work, your job, all of it. But I want to read you the story real quick. He said, for the record, I am a pro-Christian school. I graduated from Arvada Christian School in 1983 and my wife and I sent our kids to Faith Christian Academy from preschool on, he says. We don't regret sending our kids to Christian school. Even though my wife has been a public school teacher for the last 28 years, we believe Christian schools can be a powerful force for spiritual transformation. Sadly, he says, that's often not the case. After speaking at many Christian schools over the last three decades, talking to countless Christian school students and graduates, and witnessing the struggles of our own kids as they went through Christian school, I have concluded that the model we use for Christian schools is largely failing to capture the hearts of our kids for Christ over the long haul. Many Christian school teenagers have a deep spiritual cynicism backed into their hardened hearts. Far too many of these teens graduate and then publicly evacuate their faith, either the, uh, either through outright denunciation or post-high school hedonism. While I don't have statistics to prove that fallout, I personally connected with many, many Christian school attendees and graduates who have forsaken their faith and or their lifestyle that goes with it. He said, the good news is I believe this tragic trajectory can change, but it will require radical action from Christian school teachers and administrators. In the big words of Rocky Balboa and Adonis Creed in Creed Two, listen, you want to change things in a big way, then you got to make some big changes. He says, here are seven ways you can make these changes. And this is good for you because I know a lot of you are putting your kids in Christian schools. He says, number one, not enough wrestling. We have at our disposal the greatest power available, the very power of God. A preface uh, knew this. That's why he prayed for the believers in Colossae to be mature and fully assured. The ideas of the word wrestle here is agonizing prayer. He called out uh, to God in agony, begging God to mature the hearts of these believers so, uh, th- he so loved. As he was praying for specific things, that these believers would stand firmly on God's will, maturity, mature spiritual- uh, spirituality, in God's work, and walk confident in God's ways. He's saying, so prayer, 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 using the word wrestle as something aggressive, active, aggressive prayer. And he said, parents who tap out, he said, you cannot, if you're a parent, you have to stay true to the word of God if you want the word of God to stay along with your kids. You have to be a, you cannot tap out, you cannot stop. If you're putting your kids through Christian school, don't just stop after two years, being involved. Be very involved, Okay. He said failure to gospelize. He said that's another thing. He said teaching your kids how to be able to go out there and spread the gospel on their own. Once they get used to that, they'll continue to get they'll continue to do that throughout the rest of their lives. I'm not going to read through all these, but what I do want to tell you is this. If you're going to send your kids to Christian school, make sure that you're sending them to Christian school for the right reason. And that right reason is a God-centered academic life, okay? I just want you to make sure that just because it says Christian school on it, doesn't mean it's an actual school that teaches these kids how to live a God-centered life. Remember that, all right? I'm going to move on from that real quick, and I'm going to go to Waukesha, Wisconsin. And I have a very, very, very big connection with Waukesha, Wisconsin. That's where I met Rosa Catalano. That's where I met so many great patriots when we were on our Save America Freedom Tour. And ladies and gentlemen, I am very pleased. I am very, very pleased to tell you that the Waukesha, Christmas Parade Killer, Daryl Brooks, was found guilty on all counts of intentional homicide, and he faces life in prison. Six innocent dead following the horrific attack of Daryl Brooks, an anti-Trump Black Lives Matter supporter at the annual Waukesha Christmas Parade last November. 18 children were injured and sent to the hospital in this demonic attack. 62 individuals were injured in total. Including six who died. Eight-year-old Jackson Sparks, remember that name? I know Waukesha does. Died in the hospital two days after the attack when the BLM BLM drover drove over thousands uh, or drove over dozens. Excuse me, at the Christmas parade. Jackson's brother Tucker Sparks, 12, continues to heal today. Daryl Brooks pleaded not guilty to the 77 charges against him, including the six charges of intentional homicide. Well today, Brooks, who represented himself, was found guilty of intentional homicide. He faces mandatory life sentence in prison for these convictions, 40 years old, and he'll spend the rest of his life where he belongs, um, behind bars like a dog. Unfortunately, where he actually belongs is in hell. I know that's not my place to say so, but when you innocently or when you killed uh, uh, kids like that, innocent kids like that, there's a special place for you in hell. Now, I'm not the judge, jury, and executioner, so I'm not going to say what he should or shouldn't have got. What I am going to say is justice was served today as far as the state of Wisconsin is concerned. And he will uh, he'll spend the rest of his life behind bars like a dog. And I want to say, before I move on from this, that my heart is in Waukesha, Wisconsin. My heart is in Waukesha, Wisconsin. My prayers are with Waukesha, Wisconsin. The Zoo 121753 said, you met us in Waukesha, Al and Carol Morris. What a fun day. And Al and Carol Morris continue to still help fund Live from America today. Folks, I just want to say I love Waukesha. I can't wait to someday come back. I miss you guys there. It was a wonderful event. What a fun day. And my heart will always be with you guys for what happened there. But today, justice was served, and he will spend the rest of his scummy life behind bars like the dog. That he is like the dog that he is. And now I want to end the show very much on a positive note. So let's do that now. Hold on. Pause that. As you guys know, AOC, we're talking about all these MAGA candidates that are actually have a chance of winning. We might turn we might turn uh, New York red. Wouldn't that be great? We might turn Michigan red. Wouldn't that be great? But ladies and gentlemen, a, a part of turning New York red means that we've got to get rid of AOC, too. AOC is hated in her district right now. And there's a viable option uh, to go with outside of AOC, and that's Tina Forti. Now, you know, Tina Forti came on this show a few weeks back, a couple weeks ago. Wonderful individual. I knew her from a long time ago. Well, Tina Forti might just win. She might just beat a- AOC. <laughs> Thank you, Denise. She might just beat AOC, especially after this call that she got from a very, very important person. Very, very important person by the name of Laura Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Check out this video from Tina Forty. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Hello. Come around. Come around. Behind me. Oh, you're so welcome, girl. We gotta beat her now. Oh, I'm so happy. You are so welcome. Well, Good.
2: I I see you.
0: I see you. I've seen you out there. You're doing amazing. Yeah. So keep up the great work. We love you. We support you. Oh my gosh! Amazing.
1: Well, best of
0: luck to you. you. You're
1: welcome. Thank you so much. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was uh, Tina Forti talking with Laura Trump. Um, what a great, what a great couple of of, of, of people there, Lara and Tina. And uh, like she said, us girls need to stick together. We got to stick together. We got to get rid of AOC. So, ladies and gentlemen. Tina Forty, get rid of AOC. It's time for AOC to go back to bartending. Let's get Tina Forty in there. Uh, She's a mom. She's a grandma. Very intelligent woman fighting for her district, fighting for her state. Got to love it. Big shout out to Tina Forty. And before we go tonight, ladies and gentlemen, also remember we have another amazing sponsor that we want to say give props to before we go, and that is Four Patriots, folks. Four Patriots. You all seen what happened with that hurricane, right? because of climate change. <laughs> yeah, right. Hurricanes have always been here and they're going to keep coming. So why don't you get a cheap way to keep your electricity going? You can get a $500 off uh, discount if you go to 4 slash LFA. Get your own Patriot power generator today. You don't need electricity. I don't need gas. All you need is the good God-given sun and you've got electricity. So go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA or just use the promo code LFA for everything else on the site. Prepare yourself because the Democrats want to destroy everything, and I'd rather have than not need than need and not have. All right, folks, another good show down, another great day down. Please continue to rumble on your way out. I'd like to see over 1,200 rumbles before we leave. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Remember, 9 a.m. LFA TV starts, 6 p.m. LFA TV finishes. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. God bless each and every one of you. Peace. Peace. We all learn something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First place, black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, every birthday.